Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Lining, and Todd Griffin. Welcome one, welcome all to the episode 53. That's right, I, I always get that wrong. 53. 53. 53. Welcome to 53 of the Play It By Ear podcast. Welcome to my, are you, are you waving at me? No, I was trying to do a 5-3, but I went on the wrong side of the camera. Five. five. There's five and there's you make three a right You make there. a five, Todd. I got five. Backwards. 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 I got a backwards five. Here we go. All right, uh, we, we welcome all of you, uh, eight people in the room so far, so uh, hopefully the room fills up. And uh, as always, we uh, invite you to chime in on our topics, and your input is what makes our show better than it would be ordinarily if it was just the three of us just uh, musing out of whatever comes out of our uh, collective... Uh, Orifices. <laughs> yeah, that's the word I was looking for right there. Orifices. Um, but yeah, we'll get the housekeeping done and then we'll move right along. Uh, visit our website, I can point, www.playbyyourpodcast.com and you can find information about our show and, uh, you can become a member and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but there's a lot of information there on the website. Uh, visit us. You can also find the audio and video feeds there as well. So, uh, a lot of different things there. Uh, give it a visit. Uh, and also you can register for our email updates. Uh, everything is there. So we'll uh, kind of go back and uh, talk about those things here momentarily as well uh, as we have our spot breaks after each topic. But uh, at any rate, website is always above us in case you forget where it is. And the new logo is right underneath my chin. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh Thank you to, uh, and I think we mentioned this, has it, has it been three episodes now since we've I think so. unveiled this, but uh, Johnny Whitney, or John Whitney, I, I got, he probably doesn't go by Johnny anymore, been years ago, but uh, <laughs> John Whitney uh, designed that for us, so uh, thanks to him. Uh, again, I, I suppose I'm the one in the middle, that's what I've been told. Yes, you're the one in the middle, and Brady I and I take turns. Again. Brady and I take turns changing sides. You never know which side we're on. <laughs> Eric in the midst. <laughs> but uh, look, look for a, a T-shirt coming soon uh, at some point with this new logo. Um, so if you bought one of our previous T-shirts, uh, make sure, uh, you know, first off, we thank you. And second off, you know, make sure to buy one of the T-shirts with the new logo. And if you didn't get a chance to buy the old T-shirt, um, You'll get a chance to buy this this one as soon as we get that plan put together. Thinking maybe a summertime sort of uh, unveiling. With it. Uh, t-shirts are good for summertime. They are. All right. Along with the t-shirts uh, are good for all the time. Well, that's play true. it by ear speedos and the play it by ear bikini line. Those coming out 
We actually, you know, I actually had somebody that's not me said they would take us up on the bikini offer. Um, random. Someone that, someone that was not you? You know what you're saying? It's not me. I, oh, it's so not you. you. Okay. You, 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 you know what I say to that? Thank God. I would not I take even, you up on that either. I don't uh, even need to hear who it is, Brady, to, to, to be thankful that. <laughs> well, well, I, I'm just telling you, I'm not going to do it because I do not want to get our audience all lathered up with the vapors of. Got of, the vapors. Of, um, got the vapors of Amore. It will be, <laughs> machismo will be radiating from my bikini like like the person in the middle of our logo, like their head is. <laughs> that, that's going to be me. Yeah. All right. It's getting thick yeah. in here. It is getting thick. <laughs> we, we, we had better get started. I'm glad I have shorts on. All right. Uh, Todd, I believe uh, you are leading things off here this evening. So uh, take it away. All right, so everybody knows that we are you know, big music lovers, music fans, and uh, we've, we've had a lot of topics over the last 53 episodes about you know, various music, uh, you know, whether it be bands, musicians, you know, favorite musicians, top five super groups, whatever. We've done all kinds of, of uh, music-themed topics. But I got to thinking, uh, I don't think we've done a commonly misheard lyrics topic. And uh, so I went out searching for a list like we often do when we're looking for something to, uh, you know, to guide us. And I found a top 40 misheard lyrics list. Now, I will say I have skimmed through this list a little bit. I don't like to ever, you know, I don't want to read it all the way because I like to be as surprised as our audience. But some of these are just plain silly. And I wonder if they are actually misheard or people are just being funny. I don't know. Just not even funny. People are just being obtuse. I mean, just. It's not <laughs> acute. Wait, wait. It's, it's not acute to be obtuse. But, but no, I mean, you wait, you'll hear some of them. Some of them I think we've all heard, but I kind of thought what would be fun to do is obviously go through the list and then have our, our audience chime in. Uh, if, if you know, maybe you agree with some of these, maybe you had the same issue with them, or maybe you have songs that, we, that aren't even on the list. So without further ado. Adieu. Adieu. <laughs> Gotta do the lip curl. <laughs> Reminded me, of course, of So I Married an Axe Murder, and uh, we were playing St. Patty's Day last week. <laughs> we were playing St. Patty's Day last week, and during the uh, the break, uh, during one of our breaks, um, a gentleman come around with a bagpipe playing it, and of course, I thought of the uh, Rod Stewart uh, bagpipe solo. All right. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Number one on the list. <laughs> Sorry. Got we have a paper it. down. Paper. <laughs> paper down. <laughs> if you think I'm sexy. <laughs> and you want my body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Money for nothing. And chips for free. Chips. Money for nothing and chips for free. I want it makes that. sense if that is a like a poker a poker reference maybe. Uh, obviously, the correct lyric is "money for nothing and your chicks for free." Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Chicks? I, I'm not even being funny here. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Right off the bat? <laughs> what is Brady's misheard lyric? <laughs> All of them. All of them. No, I thought Ch- it's. 
money for nothing and your chicks for free. I chicks thought it was checks for free because they're not working and their checks are free because they're money for nothing because they're played. That would not fit into the 80s music, uh, I mean, checks. Uh, a finance song, Brady? I mean, well, well, if you, the, lyri the lyrics of the song is talking about that ain't working. You know, he's he's not moving TVs and refrigerators. <laughs> he He's banging on the bongos like a chimpanzee. He's getting his checks for free because he's a dang old hippie musician. <laughs> is that... I can't even. We just stop right there with this. This is just. This made my day. This reminds me of a conversation we had together over the phone last week. We can't share on, uh, <laughs> on uh, live Facebook, but um, it's something similar to this. Uh, a, a mistake Brady has made for for years, or a mistake dog in uh, Richard or dog yeah. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, so that'd anyway, be, that'd be canine Richard. Uh, yeah. Large if, you, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the song Money for Nothing from Dire Straits. Uh, great song. Great opening guitar riff, by the way. Um, but yeah, the lyric is money for nothing and your chicks for free. I'm assuming that it's saying that the, the, the person, uh, the guy didn't pay for anything and including his women's. As I'm assuming, I'm assuming so, is what it's. So Dire Straits was accused of importuning. Is that like... You know what? Where they ever say, "Hey, you know, you had to pay for your chicks because you wear a headband." I, I, I thought it was, I, I legit, I'm not even being funny. Thought it was checks for free. No, that's. I'm gonna appeal I mean, that, that makes as much that makes as much sense, I guess, as uh, chips for free. Again, you could, oh, yeah. if it were a poker reference or something. But yeah, all right. We're so really just, hungry. Just a bag of ruffles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So we have a. Uh, have a few people in the round. I want to introduce our guests here, Allison. Uh, there's a bathroom on the right. I guess maybe that's a misheard lyric of some sort. Yes, I think said. that I think that might be on the list. All right. Uh, Danielle said Howard says hi. He can't connect right now. Well, Joey Joey is with us. Yes. He sa he says he thought it said sex for free <laughs> when he was young, which you know that, I guess that kind of plays into it too. <laughs> And uh, Derek is with us as well. Howdy, Derek. Yeah. And uh, Celia Davis Griffin. Sounds like the scene phone for a bank. Checks for I, free. I'm actually kind of surprised a bank never used that as their for their commercials. That's true. Yeah. Um, Celia, by the way, this is I, I've been enjoying the um, the, your your vintage cheerleading picks. It's like it just seems so long ago. It's uh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, you kidding. You, not that you, way. You 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 have no idea how creepy that sounded. <laughs> but it was about Celia, and she's used to it, so it's it's okay. <laughs> she's used to us being Stop yes. it, anyone. Yeah. Uh, number two. Every time. <laughs> and, and and there's evidence he didn't read the list first. I didn't read much of it at all, apparently. Every time you go away, you take a piece of meat with you. <laughs> Again, why wouldn't that be used from a restaurant, like a takeout? Uh, you could have any cold cut. <laughs> uh, the correct lyric is obviously not that. It's every time you go away, you take a piece of me with you. Uh, Paul Young's Every Time You Go Away. 
So would they be thinking like some kind of zombie cannibal that's taking a piece of meat, like they're tearing a piece of him asunder, or take a piece of edible meat product? Meat. <laughs> I don't know. I th see when I was reading this, when I was reading some of these, I thought I can see mishearing the lyric, but if you have any comprehension skills at all and context clue uh, abilities, you are going to listen to the rest of the lyrics and realize that there's no reason for them to say you take a piece of meat with you at all. I mean, so you got to you got to read between the lines a little bit. Here, I mean, here comes here comes the English teacher. Yeah, well, I mean, just in general, think about it. Would you hear anything about that song and think they're talking about removing meat from someone and taking it with them? There's, I mean, there's nothing else. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, if she was truly, you know, uh, if it was a toxic relationship, it could be she took a piece of meat. Maybe she, maybe she was vegan and trying to <laughs> cleanse his uh, his refrigerator. <laughs> All right, number three. I don't even know this song, I don't think. Sue Lolly. Correct lyric, So Lonely, from the police's So oh, Lonely. Oh, I love that song. Oh, Brady, so, just, had, yeah. Brady just had a little, uh, I can't say it on the air. Why <laughs> <laughs> is there a picket of on me tonight? <laughs> a a stingasm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I, no, Brady, uh, can you sing a bit of this song? Yeah. Because I, I probably know it. I just don't. It's one of those ones I didn't know the title. Yeah, of. it's one of the earlier ones, but um, it, it, it's it's a little bit of the dark side, but it, it's kind of quirky. But it, it actually says the lyrics so lonely over and over and over again in a row. And it's like, so lonely, so lonely, so lonely. I, I do know it. And yeah, would I, run together. Yeah. yeah. So does it sound like, I can't in my head remember it, that, hearing it a bunch. Does it sound like it could be Sue Lolly? You would have to be worse than me. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, if you told me to listen for Sue Lolly, I could hear it, but yeah. it would not come into my mind immediately. Okay, all right. Uh, moving right along, number four. It's a long list. Number four, we built this city on saucy drolls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I don't think I don't understand how you could mishear that, but okay. Correct lyric. Obviously, we built this city on rock and roll from starships. We built this city. Our our sausage rolls. I mean, I can't even. Is think that a link? A sausage roll. Is, a, look is like. a sausage roll a link? Like a sausage link? I think it's just one of those big old like summer sausage things. It's sort of like cold cut tray. Like the yeah. So it's a sausage roll. Gotcha. You know, I don't know. Number five, continuing the sausage theme. Number five, saving his life from this warm sausage tea. <laughs> <laughs> Correct lyric, spare him his life from this monstrosity from Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> spare him his life from this warm sausage tea. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's pretty What's funny, with all the though? sausage mi uh, mishearings? I don't understand. Well, it's all that. been about meat and sausage. People must have been hungry. <laughs> Number six, see that girl, watch her scream, kicking the dancing queen. <laughs> 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 Correct lyric, see that girl, watch that scene, dig in the dancing queen from ABBA's Dancing Queen. Might have been some, uh, you know, strange, uh, what do you call it, dialect from their Swedishness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Abba actually has a couple on this list. It looks like number seven. This is a commonly uh, misheard lyric. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yes. Correct lyric. Excuse me while I kiss the sky from Jimi Hendrix. Purple haze. Yeah. 
There was actually a book called Excuse Me While I Kiss This Guy, and it had all these misheard lyrics in it. Yeah. That would have been a good book for this topic. Uh, eight. I got, got some comments. Sorry, go ahead. All right. Uh, Miss Wilson with us. Hello, Welcome. Mrs. Wilson. Uh, Todd, you cracked yourself up. Joey said you got into his green meds. Celia <laughs> <laughs> uh, says take a piece of meat with you would be Subway's theme song. Giving all these ideas away for free, so yeah. Yeah, there you go. Should go to marketing. Uh, or was that a song in the movie Some Kind of Wonderful? Which which song was the the police song? Maybe that's what she's referring to. No, she, I I think she's talking about our um, song that we sing to that. Um, some kind of um, bumble. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. I think she. They, some kind of wonderful is probably a movie that Celia watches over and over and over and over and over again. Isn't it an '80s flick? Yes. Uh, with yes. Um, with um, oh, who's the guy? Leah Andrew Thompson, McCarthy is Andrew McCarthy and, and Leah Thompson. And I, I believe so. Yes. You well, good guess. You, if you guess those two, it'd probably come close as far as yeah. '80s movies. All right, uh, Derek says there's a video on YouTube where a guy goes over mispronounced lyrics. Funniest thing you watch. Until today. Until today. Until today. Uh, Miss Wilson says all of Sting's songs end with the same repeating phrase. Drives me crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> I'll be watching you so lonely, Roxanne. She might have a point there. I think she does. Yeah. Uh, number eight. ABBA back on our list with Dancing Queen. Feel the beat from the tangerine. The juice is loose on that one. Um, <laughs> correct I lyric totally is that. Uh, correct lyric. Dancing Queen, feel the beat from the tambourine, from Abba's Dancing Queen. Hey, Mister Tangerine Man. Yeah. Number nine. Sweet dreams are made of cheese. Uh, correct lyric. Sweet dreams are made of these from the Eurythmics. Sweet dreams. I don't think it's sweet dreams are made of this. Yeah, I was gonna say because I always thought as sweet dreams are made of these. But it's actually sweet dreams are made of this, and she's pronouncing pronouncing it with the Queen's English. Sweet dreams are made of this. Well, well, the song the song title is "Sweet Dreams," and I think in parentheses it says "are made of this." But it might be one of those weird things where she, you know, they change yeah. the lyric in the middle from this to these. I don't know. I hope that's the case because then I won't be I won't won't have been wrong since 1983. <laughs> well, I, I guess the question is. What is this or these? I mean, does she ever say, sweet dreams is are it, made of this or these? Is it along the lines of Miat Lawoff's, uh, but I, wouldn't, I won't do that? Even though he actually does, <laughs> even though he clears up what he won't do, but that's, I know that's a common gripe with people as they say he doesn't say what he won't do. <laughs> but you got to refer back into the lyrics. He says what he won't do. Each, each verse, he says it. So I have, a, I have a beef with people who say that Meatloaf doesn't say what he Oof. won't do. What a, yeah. Whatever he won't do, he won't do it by the dashboard light either. That's right. All right. Um, number 10, I don't know this song. Brady, you may know this. Uh, you, were, you were an REM fan, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Calling Jamaica. Oh, Correct lyric, good. call me when you try to wake her. Wow, there's way more syllables than that than calling Jamaica. Yeah. Um, um, that, that's a deeper cut. I'm an R.E.M. R.E.M. The Sidewinder Sleeps Tonight is the name of the song. I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with that one. The only calling song I know is Calling America by ELO. Number 11. Another song that I'm not overly familiar with, Or Should I Just Keep Chasing Penguins? Correct lyric, Or Should I Just Keep Chasing Pavements from Adele's Chasing Pavements. I think I do remember that song. Yeah, that, that was chasing like her pavements. first one. 
Yeah. Um, so is the actual lyric chasing pavements? Pavement. Pavements. But I don't get that. Would, wouldn't it be pavement? Why would it be plural pavements? I don't know. Is it pavement? Wouldn't you say I, I'm, I'm chasing pavement? I don't. So is she chasing roads? More than or one pavement? Sidewalks? Maybe both? Maybe, Maybe I, both. Well, it would be the pavements. Number 12, all the lonely Starbucks lovers. Uh, I'm not familiar with this one. Correct, Leary. Got a song, got a long list of ex-lovers from Taylor Swift's Blank Space. I know no Taylor Swift songs. Oh, you do no. too. I'm sure I do. Yeah. I Number 13, I can see clearly now Lorraine is gone. <laughs> Lorraine. Lorraine. Like a lady named Lorraine. Uh, <laughs> Correct lyric, I can see clearly now the rain is gone from Johnny Nash's I can see clearly now. That one's understandable. That that one's understandable. Maybe uh, Joey um, Lorraine's a uh, neighborhood up there where he lives. Maybe something happened there. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Joey. Joey's in the neighborhood of Lorraine yeah. in northeast Ohio. ABBA, again, Brady, I think you may be onto something with ABBA and their, uh, their yeah. accents, but... Uh, Give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. Take me to the doctors at, at the break of the day. And the lyric it says is just take me through the darkness to the break of the day. So it's not take me to the doctors uh, at the break of the day. That, that sounds like she might be questioning the, um, the cleanliness of her uh, paramours there. <laughs> I don't know the song. That's from Abba's Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Uh, again, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah. Uh, number 15. Papa Dom Preet. Papa Dom Peach. <laughs> Papa, Papa Dom, Dom Peach. Peach. Correct lyric. Papa Don't Preach from Madonna's Papa Don't Preach. <laughs> what is a Papa Dom? I don't know. Is that a real word? Look, can somebody look it up? Papa Dom Peach. There's, a, there's, in Florida, there's Pompano Beach. That would make sense. Pompano Beach. Yeah. But this that is would... Papa Dom Peach, as in the fruit. <laughs> Peach. Yeah. You looking it up, Eric? I can tell yeah, Eric's wheel are turning. Like, <laughs> maybe it's not even a word. It sounds like it would be a word. Uh, Papa Dom Peach. <laughs> what? The- <laughs> you know what that sounds like? It's gonna be bad. Uh, it sounds like a like the Saturday Night Live. Uh, Gumby. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gumby's greatest hits. <laughs> Gumby or uh, Buckwheat? Oh, Buckwheat, yes. Buckwheat, buckwheat yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number 16. It doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not. Correct lyric. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not from Bon Jovi's I, Living on a Prayer. I, I, I beg to differ. I think there is a difference if you're naked or not. <laughs> I think it depends on what you're doing. Oh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say if you're doing anything, it's the difference <laughs> if you're naked or not. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Swimming? Like, if well, I, even if I'm in the shower and I'm not naked, it's certainly true. different. True. Or trying to uh, conduct your commerce. Yeah, that makes a huge difference. <laughs> or in the drive-through at Wendy's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number seventeen. I'm farting carrots. He one time farted an entire plum. <laughs> an entire plum. How do you fart a carrot? Uh, anyway, uh, correct lyric, I'm 14 carrot from Selena Gomez is good for you. Again, I'm not familiar with this song, but uh, I like it because I like the mistaken lyric, I'm farting carrots. Maybe she says 14 fast, like 14. Four, I'm f- 
I don't know. Uh, number 18. Then I saw her face. Now I'm going to leave her. Correct lyric. <laughs> then I saw her face. I, I like that lyric better. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bad blind date. And then I saw her face. Now I'm going to leave her. All right. That is from Then I Saw Her. I've got an alternate version of that song. That's from the Monkees, I'm a Believer, obviously. And the lyric is not that it is Then I Saw Her Face. Now I'm a Believer. Uh, but he never says what he's a believer of. That she... Maybe she's been I think looking. he's in love. Oh, now I'm in love. Yeah, I'm now a, I'm in love. Like, yeah, 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 so. Number 19, I want to hold your ham. What is it about pork products? Uh, <laughs> correct lyric, I want to hold your hand from the Beatles. I want to hold your hand. So see, again, why would anyone think, even if you misheard it and thought he was saying, I want to hold your ham, why? Why would they be singing a song about holding someone's meat product? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> that, that, that doesn't align with our uh, version of it. <laughs> Number 20, halfway through the list, kicking your cat all over the place. Eric, is, this, is, that, a, is that a parody that you wrote? Uh, correct yeah. lyric, kicking your can all over the place from Queens, we will rock you. <laughs> 21. Blue seal in the sky with diamonds. Correct, Larry. Lucy in the sky with diamonds from the Beatles. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Well, you know, if you were, if you had some Lucy in the sky with diamonds, you probably were seeing blue seals. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Twenty-two. Oh, dyslexics. Oh, dyslexics on fire, from uh, Kings of Leon. Dyslexic. Sex is on fire, yes. <laughs> Not dyslexics on fire. No, it's like a personal problem. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I could see it. I mean, I could see the, the way he enunciates your sex is on fire. I could see it sounding like dyslexics on fire. Got comments. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. All right. Uh, Joey says, Rihanna underneath my umbrella used to think it was under my own Beretta. <laughs> that makes nice. sense. White chipmunks with us. Uh, Welcome. Howdy, howdy. Uh, Howard, I don't know if this is, I, I think Danielle was under Howard's, maybe Howard, that is Howard. Maybe that is Howard. Howard. All right, uh, he said that Eurythmics video had cows in it, maybe that accounts for the cheese. Oh, True. Yeah, cows in it. Uh, <laughs> Ms. Wilson says ABBA learned their songs phonetically because they didn't speak English, so that may have been a factor. That it it definitely seems that way, doesn't it? They've been, what, on the list four times out of 20? Yeah. Uh, also, Miss Wilson said her husband thought it was life in the Vaseline rather than life in the Vaseline. Brutally handsome indeed. Per- pretty slick. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, number 23. Here we are now in containers. Correct lyric, here we are now entertain us from Nirvana's Smell like teen- Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh, that's a tough one to understand the lyrics all the yeah. way through. Uh, oh, here's a mess up. 24, Papa Dom Peach. <laughs> you don't say. Uh, 25, let's pee in the corner. Let's pee in the spotlight. Correct lyric, that's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight from R.E.M.'s Losing My Religion. Losing while you're whizzing. I, I can hear that. 
Yeah. Let's pee in the corner. Yep. Let's <laughs> pee in the spotlight. 26, bald-headed woman. Bald-headed woman to me. Correct lyric? More than a woman, more than a woman to me from the Bee Gees. More than a woman. Bald-headed woman. <laughs> Number uh, 27. <laughs> I remove umbilicals. <laughs> Correct lyric, I believe in miracles from Hot Chocolates, You Sexy Thing. <laughs> I remove umbilicals. <laughs> I remove umbilicals. <clears throat> 28. We're caught in a trout. <laughs> a fresh trout lunch. Uh, correct lyric, we're caught in a trap. <laughs> we're caught in a trap from Elvis, Pres- Pre- Elvis Presley's Suspicious Minds. Yes, we've been caught in trout, haven't we, Brady? 29, I'm Terry Wogan. Correct lyric, I'm every woman from Chaka Khan's I'm Every Woman. I always I always joke that it's I'm Every Wombat, <laughs> and I imagine a little furry critter singing it, but sorry. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Vicar. Let me just staple the vicar. Vicar? The vicar. The, Vic, no, it's V V I C A R. That means vicar. vicar. It's an Anglican minister. Okay, uh, correct lyric. Just let me state for the record from Sister Sledge's "We Are Family." Just let me do what to the vicar? Staple. Staple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can hear it, but. Thirty-one. This is the dawning of the age of asparagus. <laughs> Correct lyric, obviously, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius from Fifth Dimensions, <laughs> Aquarius. Uh, 32, you're the wobbly one. Correct lyric, you're the one that I want from John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John's one, one that I want. You're the wobbly one. You're the wobbly one. I don't know. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Correct lyric, don't go chasing waterfalls. From t- See again, whose last name is Waterfalls? I can get the Jason instead of chasing. Brady, here's another police song for you. A year has passed since I broke my nose. Correct lyric? A year has passed since I wrote, my, I wrote note my note from the yeah. police's message in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. 35. Kick a chicken with it. Instead of getting jiggy with it from Will Smith's <laughs> getting jiggy with it. Uh, th- 36. Very classic here. Hold me closer. Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Correct lyric. Hold me closer. Tiny Dancer from Elton John's Tiny Dancer. Hold me closely. Necromancer. ABBA. Back in the list. Take your teeth out. Tell me what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Correct lyric. Chick. Chiquit. Chiquitita. Chick. Chiquitita. Tell me what's wrong from ABBA's Chiquitita. I don't. Is I don't that know a real this. name? It's a song. Or a hair product? C-H-I-Q-U-I-T-I-T-A. Chiquitita. Wow. Pretty mainstream on my ABBA consumption. (laughs) Don't get get off the road too much. Three more here. 38, I like big butts in a can of limes. (laughs) (laughs) Correct lyric, I like big butts and I cannot lie from Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Back. Uh, 39, we're working for peanuts. Correct lyric, we're heading for Venus. Or heading, yeah, we're heading for Venus from Europe's The Final Countdown. <laughs> now, there's another Scandinavian band. I can hear the peanuts part. Yeah. SG and I usually change the lyric to that anyway. To, behind well, say is back on the, on, on the stage. I'm, uh, I'm 40, 
Europe is working for peanuts now. <laughs> uh, I actually saw Europe a few years back, and they were fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, 40, I just died in your barn tonight. Mustard, no mayonnaise instead. <laughs> 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 See, again, that makes no sense. Uh, correct lyric, I just died in your arms tonight. It must have been something you said from Cutting Cruise. I just died in your arms tonight. That is the list. It doesn't get along with our parody either. So any other songs that weren't on the list <laughs> well, that we can I've, think of? I've got a few comments from the audience here. Awesome. Kick it in. Uh, Celia, I thought it was "Run In with the Devil." Yeah, that was just with the devil. that was just a few years ago. She was singing. I'm like, "What are you singing?" She's like, "Run in with the devil." Like you had a like a run in with him. I'm like, "That's not what he's talking about. He's running with him, as in running along with the devil." <laughs> he likes the devil instead of tries yes. to avoid the devil. Miss uh, Wilson thought it was uh, "I miss the rains in Africa" rather than "I bless the rains in Africa." Yeah, I, I thought it was too. Yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, welcome. Just tuned in. Did you cover You Got a Chicken to Ride instead no. of She's Got a Ticket to Ride? Nice. Yes. Good one. Another one. Uh, and Celia says, I can't believe there's no Def Leppard lyrics on here. That's true. Yes. Uh, th- yeah, I-, I still to this day on um, Love uh, Love Bites by Def Leppard, <laughs> I-, I have no flipping clue. Um it sounds like he says wang dang something and it's like wang dang make myself and I still don't know what it is. I've never been able to see a translation of it. I uh I have a couple. Um I thought uh I, and I still bacon. I was gonna say who's who's frying the bacon? That or somebody's unwrapping a, a, a sucking oh, candy. That's me on unwrapping. Oh, okay. I, I thought somebody was on a root beer barrel. On fire. No, uh, hard actually. Oh, um, I thought the and I still think it is uh, the Ario Speedwagon song. Uh, Don't let him go. Uh, he says, I think he says he's got plenty of hair. He's got plenty of friends. Friends. The lyric it says that it's cash, but when he says it, it sounds nothing like cash. And Say has always made fun of me because I think it's hair, but I'm like, well, think about it. That would have been something that men would have been proud of back in the late 70s, early 80s. Big, you know, a big perm, permed hairdo. So big, big yeah. that's hair. Yeah, that's what I, I thought he um, said. I, he's got plenty of hair. He's got plenty of friends. Good Lord, does that have like 16 uh, layers of what, cellophane what, 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 on it or what? Uh, really? Another, another stack of cards. I'm done. Um, the um, one I always think about, and after I saw that this was mistaken, now I can't hear the real Eric, is the Go-Go's um, Island of Seals. Our lips Island are sealed. of Seals. Yeah. <laughs> and I, now I can't hear Our Lips Are Sealed. All I hear is Island of Seals. <laughs> but anyway, there's plenty of Duran Duranisms, but now that I'm under the, the- gun, my... There's um there's a Chicago song. Um, say you could probably chime in because she was listening to it the other morning. When we were getting ready for work, and uh, I swear it says "I love me some Akeem Olajuwon" in it, but I don't I don't necessarily <laughs> think it does. <laughs> I love me some Akeem Olajuwon. Uh, <laughs> can't think of the, the song. So say if you can help me out on that. And uh, or Howard, uh, there's a yeah, bathroom on the right. Bathroom on the right. Uh, Allison, Somebody, mentioned uh, earlier. Allison mentioned earlier. Allison mentioned I thought that was on the list. Sorry, Allison. All right. Well, that that that, uh, that topic. Uh, I, when I was thinking about doing it, I, I admit that it would be much more fun if we could listen to little clips of each song. But again, we don't 
I don't know the copyright. Uh, that would take a lot of engineering, yes. too. And that yeah. wouldn't be playing it by ear. That would mean lots of work to prep. True. We don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so that's uh, topic number one. Have we exhausted that? I think we have. I think so. Okay. And Still that, think that it's is unusual. And uh, like you said earlier, I can't believe we had not touched upon that one in 53 episodes. That was. Yeah. That's been a common. Like a point of discussion from us over the years between yeah. the well, we uh, <laughs> consider it touched upon now. It's the it has been touched done. It, uh, my whole thing Massaged. is like th- there's misheard lyrics, and then there's what we do to songs, and that could be a whole three hour episode in itself. Yeah, but it, of course we can't. <laughs> Not unless it's played by your after hours. Yeah. All right. Uh, membership support our work on the podcast for more information go to our website which is a play by your podcast.com backslash support and uh, you will find on that page a uh, platform called buy me a coffee which is our crowdsourcing platform uh, if you'd like to become a member all the information is there and uh, you can uh, help us out in our work uh, obviously you you being here helps us in our work and you listening uh, but certainly, uh, there's a lot that goes into this. So, any help that you uh, feel comfortable to give, uh, we appreciate that. And uh, we do want to thank our members, and we call them the Earbud Hall of Fame: Joe and Christina Rocky, Chuck Griffin, Allison Chavis, and Jessica Longacre. All support us through membership. So, thank all of you. I, I have a little funny story about uh, my dad. Real quick, um, we were, uh, he came over this past weekend and we were doing some electrical work in my basement and we, I took him out for lunch and uh, he was talking about the podcast. He asked me something about um, registering or, you know, uh, um, so anyway, he said, then he said uh, on the last episode, he said, I could have sworn you were going to say women again on the, <laughs> on the, um, the one topic <laughs> he said i said well i was going to i said but i i was afraid to go to the well one, one more time with women but he yeah he said i thought for sure you were going to say women for a third time i think I you pulled it off i told him i was boycotting because i didn't get the point for the first time i said woman which was much better than pluto and i still didn't get the damn <laughs> point. but i just thought that was kind of funny yeah all right so uh, I guess I, I put myself in the middle here. We didn't really discuss the order, so I mean, I just kind of brought up this overlay, and here we are. And this is Eric in the midst. It fits the logo. It does fit the logo. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know, I don't know which side you all are on here tonight. Which one's it's which? This one. Yeah. yeah the logo go. changes. You don't even see it, but the logo changes. It moves. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those uh, paintings that uh, yeah. is always looking at you. Yeah. Yep. Can I go around the room? Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you all choose, you two. We, we never really discussed this. I do have a game, uh, which, which is guesstimation. Uh-huh. Or I have another topic we could do, which uh, has to do with a football draft. Ooh. I'm all about the gains. Gain. Let's do gain tonight. All right. Because the draft is coming up soon. You know, maybe, maybe we, we could, we could do that, that one. one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Not only that, but if we're talking about actual football drafts, like college football players and player and stuff like that, I have no clue, so I don't uh, know that I can add much. Well, no, this is uh, not Too actual players. Draft. These are uh, fictional players. Oh, so. okay. Like uh, like Gus Beam, uh, uh, 
<laughs> running back out of uh, Sardinia High School. Uh, I get, well, kind of like not like movie people. Uh, oh, okay, so yeah. We'll, we'll put that on the back burner. That we'll... sounds like fun. All right. So uh, again, guesstimation is the game, and uh, basically you play this like card sharks. So I give you a question. And uh, it will be a question for one of you. The other one gets to go higher or lower on the answer. So, uh, pretty simple. And uh, audience, we always ask you, if you would, uh, chime in. And uh, you can do the higher or lower thing as well. And uh, play along. Play along. Play along. All right. So, uh, again, very quickly, each card... (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I have no idea. It just, <laughs> I just got it. It tickled me. It tickles. Tickles. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, each card has a question with a number attached, and you guess your best guess on the number. The other person says higher or lower. There are five categories. Categories are no way, numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, and world records. Ooh. So... Uh, you you all can have your choice. I won't make you choose any particular one, but uh, when we get to you, you can have your choice at that. So uh, we flipped a coin backstage. Todd, you open up. So uh, again, the categories are no no way, numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, and world records. I'm going to go with no way. That's the only one I remember. No way. All right. Put on my spectacles here. <laughs> I hope your, you said your, spectacles. That's your monocle? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd, I would love to have a monocle. You need well, a monocle. I always thought that, that. Everybody wants yeah. a monocle. Yes. <laughs> All right. How many times does the average person... Now, this is a good question for you. How many times does the average person pass gas in one year? Now, I don't know if I know how many times they fart carrots... Or plums. And is this a year? A year. 365 and a quarter days. How many times does a person pass? Say, it's like you had a leap fart. Ten times. <laughs> ten <laughs> <laughs> there, yes. My goal was to break oh, somebody. Nice. <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't want to be under you while you're having a leap for it. I know that. Let's see. <laughs> um, Got a little let's snort. See. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna do my math out loud here because I'm not very good at it. Um, let's see, uh, ten times a day, three hundred. That would be three thousand. Another six fifty. Three thousand six hundred fifty. Um, half that. Uh, One thousand. 325 I'm going to say hi I'm going to say that and then and then I'm going to say 2115 I I get I guess in my mind I laugh because he's doing this math and I'm thinking each of these numbers is an instance of flatus (laughs) (laughs) so what was your number again I'm sorry I just what I think it was 1,215. 1,215. Brady, higher or lower? Uh, Half of which occur in the morning. 
<laughs> yeah, I. I won't tell stories on anyone. Um, let's see. I, I I'm gonna go higher. I. <laughs> gonna go higher. All right. Uh, the number of person or the number of times an average person passes gas in one year is channeling my best Jim Perry. 5,110. Wow. The number is higher, so Brady gets the point. Considerably higher. There's a lot of legumes in... in, in <laughs> legumes. Legumes. All right, so our score is 1-0, Brady. So, <laughs> did, did anybody guess? Did any of our audience members uh, guess? Well, yeah, we had one guess. And that was... Uh, Howard was, I guess, on the same math... Uh, level as you yes. were, it's at 1,200. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, he was cr- doing the cr- math. Criminally low. Yes, that is. He, he, must, he must have taken the square toot. <laughs> square toot. Good lord. <laughs> And Howard says, How many is that on the White Castle scale? Uh, One day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brady. Uh, Categories are No Way, Numbers in Nature, Dollars and Cents, Time Traveler, and World Records. Time travel. Time travel. All right. In the year 1906, a devastating earthquake shook San Francisco. Shortly afterwards, fires broke out across the city that burned for days. Approximately how many people died? Well, I know back then, record-keeping and the amount of uh, people coming in and out of the country into San Francisco, it's probably hard to get a number. But Hence the I'm approximation. Gonna, I'm gonna three thousand five hundred. Three thousand five hundred is Brady's guess. Todd, is your guess higher or lower? I'm gonna go slightly lower. Slightly, slightly lower. Just slightly lower. All right. Uh, the devastating earthquake that shook San Francisco in 1906. How many people approximately died? The number is. 3,000. So it is slightly lower. Todd gets the point. Wow. Circle gets the square. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I was going to say, if if he was significantly lower, was I going to get the point because he said slightly (laughs) lower? (laughs) I don't know what counts as slightly or significant when it comes to thousands. But uh, anyway, one-to-one is our score. Todd, you're up. You want to hear the categories again? Um, I'm going to go with the... um, the the um, numbers one. What, uh, was numbers in nature? Numbers in nature. All right. How many moons the size of Earth's moon would it take to equal the volume of the sun? How many moons the size of the Earth's moon Yes. would it take to equal the volume of the sun? The volume of the sun. Whew. I'm going to say... 80. 80? 80. 
All right, Brady, how many moons the size of Earth's moon would it take to equal the volume of the sun? Todd's guess was 80. Significantly higher. Significantly higher. So if it's close, <laughs> it's like calling There's a swish a in a game. It's like calling swish on a game of horse, and then you'd hit the rim, and make, but you still make the basket. Yeah. You don't get the letter. Yeah. All right, well. The uh, number of moons the size of Earth's moon that it would take to equal the volume of the sun is 64,409,327. So if that that doesn't show you that science is not my bag, baby, I don't know what the hell else will. So I I guess that would apply as a significant. Yes. So our score, two to one, Brady. Brady, your question. Um, I'm avoiding the money. Let's go world records. World records. We got uh, people commenting that Jim said a thousand moons. And uh, now we're William a little closer there with 50 million, but uh, still short of the real number. All right. Brady, Russian cosmonaut Valery Gigarine Polyakov holds the record for the longest space flight in history. How many days was he aboard the Mir space station? Is this the science and space uh, edition of this game you got here or what? Every question Mm -hmm. is something science. 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 Sorry. I, I threw off Brady's thought there. You can re- repeat that R- question. R- Russian no. cosmonaut Valery Polyakov holds the record for the longest space flight in history. How many days was he aboard the Mir space station? I would say it's a mere 400 days. A mere 400 days above, aboard the Mir. Todd, Brady says 400 higher or lower. See, I was thinking about two years. So I'm going to go higher. Higher? Huh. Russian cosmonaut Valery Polikov holds the record for the longest space flight in history. How many days was he aboard the Mir space station? The answer is 437 wow. days. Todd, with the point. <laughs> That's damn near two years. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's from our audience. Uh, Howard said 535. It's a little long there. Uh, Jim they, they said 635. So Ronnie McPherson, welcome. He said welcome. 600. Hello, Ronnie. So uh, all were a little higher than the actual number of 437. So uh, Todd gets the point, and we... Uh, I'm not proud of that one. I'm not proud of that point. I, was, I still wasn't anywhere close. <laughs> you know what? It still scores the same. That's right. Two Aww. to two. All right, Todd, you're up. Uh, let's go. Can you repeat them? I'm sorry. Should have no them way, numbers in nature, dollars and cents, time traveler, or world records. I'm going back to no way. No way, Todd says. What percentage of DNA does man have in common with a banana? Which part of the man? While you're thinking, 
Howard says, uh, as Russell Ziski says, the Russians are... <laughs> feline in nature. Feline. <laughs> feline in nature, yes. And if you look that up in the dictionary... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I threw me off track here. So we're talking about bananas. The store for bananas. What percentage of DNA do, does man... It's, it's higher than you would think, which is why it's in this, in this game, I'm assuming... I'm going to say 35%. 35%. Brady, Todd says 35%. Do you say higher or lower? I'm going to go lower, Jim. Lower, Jim. What percentage of DNA does man have in common with a banana? The number is 50%. So Todd gets Ooh. the point. Yeah, I had heard something about that before. I don't quite get it, but... Yeah. James says 96%. Yep. And uh, Howard said 89%. And uh, Ronnie said he's trying to catch up with what he slept through during my class in high school. <laughs> so, uh, Ronnie, we're, we're here to serve you on, <laughs> on that uh, missed uh, knowledge there. So, And I, I don't know that I taught any of this, but hey, well. any knowledge is good knowledge, right? All right, so uh, Todd got the point. Three to two is our Pulling score. Away. Pulling away. Pulling away. All right, Brady. Which is why I might have to do a dirty trick. What's a numbers in science kind of thing? Every one of them has been. It doesn't matter what the, what yeah, the category. It's been science-based. This will probably be about clowns or something. Even the DNA well, one. N- numbers in nature? Is that what you're asking for? Yeah, numbers in nature. Numbers in nature. Okay. You down with OPP? Didn't they how many wombats? Song? How many wombats does it take? Brady's going. To, if it's a wombat question, Brady's got it. How many wombats does it take to fire up the bobby? <laughs> okay, when you stand on the equator, how fast is the Earth spinning underneath you? These categories suck. Approximately. Good, good, good choice. What, what it? Do you want it in uh, miles per hour or kilometers per hour? No, I'm kidding. Uh, actually, um, actually, give me either. If you whatever. if you differentiate what you're going to give me, I, I have both. So, um, I'm going to say seven hundred. Seven hundred miles per hour, Todd. Do you say higher or lower than seven hundred miles per hour? I'm going to go higher higher so when you stand on the equator how fast is the earth spinning underneath of you the number is 1040 miles per hour so todd yeah two in a row feeling it feeling it i'm getting salty (laughs) salty salty Salty. all right so four to two is our score if i can get the scoreboard there we go four to two now howard uh says the earth underneath me is not spinning the entire planet is spinning well, I, was wondering, I was wondering if it would be an answer something like question. that I was, yeah. yeah but i think it spins higher or more rpms at the poles yeah than in the middle well and i also know that if you're orbiting around the earth you're going at about twenty six thousand miles an hour so i was trying to deduce something from that deduce Jim said higher, 2,000 miles per hour was his guess, but it was higher. Okay. Uh, World records. 
World Records. All right, in 1962, Ohio's own, and I just added that, John Glenn, was the first American to orbit the Earth. Many years later, he also set the record for being the oldest person to enter space. How old was he? And I don't mean when he orbited the Earth the yeah. first time, when he entered space the second time. Can you give me the year? Did it say the years? 62. Uh, it uh, said 1962 is when he first orbited the Earth. Okay. Ma many years many later, years. obviously, it could, well, I, mean, I guess it could have given you the, the year there, but it didn't. I'm going to say 93. 93. Brady, higher or lower? Lower, please. Lower. All right. In 1962, John Glenn orbited the Earth. Many years later, he also set the record for being the oldest person. How old was he? And the number is 77 years and 103 days. If you really want to get specific. You know what? I think I was thinking of uh, George H.W. Bush, like, um, jumping out of planes. Didn't he jump out of a plane yeah. when he was in his 90s? He did. I think it was like, oh, yeah. I think he was either eight, late 80s or early 90s. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. All right. So Brady gets the point. Change Don't call it a here. comeback. Makes it 4-3, to three, and he's doing as he is apt to do in these games. He's making a comeback here toward the end. So, get a few uh, guesses from the audience. Uh, Howard said 72 years of age. Ronnie said 79. And Jim also said 72. So, uh, all of you are in the neighborhood there, but uh, not exactly right. Shit, I don't even think he was 93 when he died. Yeah, probably wasn't. So, yeah. I didn't do a very good job of it. All right. Let's see who, who's up. Brady. Brady. Let's go. Just because nobody's done it yet, let's do the dollars and cents one. Dollars and cents. All right. Frozen holds the record for the highest grossing animated film. What were the worldwide box office receipts for this movie? Shoot. Stool. Um. I. I will go. 722 million. 722 million is his guess. Todd, higher or lower? Then seven hundred and twenty-two million. Can you read to me the uh, the deets again? The details. Uh, yeah, Frozen or Frozen <laughs> holds the record for the highest-grossing animated film. What were the worldwide box office receipts for this movie? Is this like the first time around? I mean, because was it was it one of those movies they re-released at the theater to make more money? I'm not um, sure they've re-released the first one. I know they made a second one, but I don't know that they. You know how sometimes they'll, months after it's out of the theater, they'll put it back in. I'm going to go higher. Higher. So, uh, Frozen holds the record for the highest grossing animated film. What were the worldwide box office receipts for the movie? The number is $1,274,219,800. Billion. <laughs> to be exact. All right, so Todd gets the point. So uh, some guesses, Square. guesses from our audience. Uh, Ronnie said 750 million. Howard said 890 million. And Jim 
with the cool one, one billion dollars. Alright, so Todd with the lead five to three. Let's go with the uh, the category that I picked a couple times, the not not now or whatever the uh, the no, no way. way. No way, yeah. No way. No way, man. <laughs> not now. Not now. At sea level, water boils. <laughs> Look at, at the wrapper of this game. Tell me it's not science, the science edition. I guarantee you it is something. It, all, all it says is a game where the best guess wins. That's all it says. All right, at sea level, water nerd boils. edition. This is the nerd edition of this game. <laughs> water boils at 212 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 100 degrees Celsius. At what, at what temperature would water boil at the top of Mount Everest? And I guess you could give me either Fahrenheit or Celsius. There's just no way that I don't sound dumb on this. Um, but you know what? I don't care. Uh, I'm smart, damn it. Uh, let's see here. So let's say you've been doing 53 episodes of this show. We, I mean, none of us <laughs> worry about sounding uh, dumb. You're also kind and important, Todd. That's right. Way to build I, him up, Brady. Yeah. That, that, that's, that movie, you know. My mom said I was the smart, cutest kid in super kindergarten. Old. Uh, let's see here. Two, 212. Uh, oh, man, I see. I would be. 212 at sea level. Or 100 Celsius. Celsius. Yeah, yeah. Celsius. Celsius. 212. So I'm going to say. Man, I am so I am like you know what's it called when the when pilots get they're confused by their uh, uh, you're their, discombobulated. Yeah, well they get confused and they don't know whether they're upside down or right side up or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm that right now. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, had I known this would have been this was the game, I probably would be. Uh, I'm gonna say. Three sixty. Three hundred and sixty degrees. Brady, is that higher or lower? Lower, please. Lower. So water boils at sea level at two twelve. At what temperature would water boil at the top of Mount Everest? The answer is one hundred and fifty six degrees. I went, the, I went the wrong way with it. I, I told you I was discombobulated. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you couldn't touch me. I was <laughs> You're not, I know you're not going to believe this, but I was thinking 100 the opposite way, but I was... Okay, never mind. I was upside down. Jim uh, guessed 174 degrees Fahrenheit, and Ronnie yeah. guessed 120 degrees. So they, they went the right direction. With they it. went the right direction, yes. Don't ever have me fly your plane. I'll, be, I'll, I'll fly you into a mountain. All right, so five to four is our score. And I'm a poet, and I know it. All right, so Brady... I didn't save hey, it. Let me, uh, let me save that here. There we go. Five to four. Brady? Let's do world records one more time. World records. One uh, more time. Just teach her up. All right. Brady, the Oreo cookie holds the record for being the world's best-selling cookie. See, this is not science. 
Brady Google. gets the Brady gets the easy uh, Oreo cookies are tasty. Yes or no? <laughs> yes. Uh, world's best-selling cookie over one billion are sold every year. How long does the process take to make one Oreo cookie? One Oreo? Um, <laughs> let's yeah, see. So, I don't even know when we started that. Oreo. One Oreo. Uh, good Lord Almighty. See, I'm thinking of mass production, you know, where they just whip in a vat of, like, pudding-looking stuff and crank it out into an oven and, you know, cook the discs and then... <laughs> and if I could get a vat of the Oreo... The, middle stuff. I I just eat, take a spoon and eat. Do, Brady, do you eat Oreos? Yeah, I love Oreos. <laughs> okay. I, I I like cool stuffs. Do you eat the stuff? See, I first? prefer. I don't like that ratio. I like I like the the if you stack two discs together, I want it to be about the same thickness as the creme. No, I I, I want a triple. I want a triple stuff. I'll settle for dual stuff. But don't. But but like the um like the singular Oreo, just kind of like. Uh, it just See, that, disappoints me anymore. But that's the equivalent of uh, Frisch's hot fudge cake and wanting twice as much ice cream as cake. I like my cake to ice cream ratio to be a bit I more nary. Turn, I knew this would turn to fudge cake. A bit more right. nary. I don't. I don't want that. Too much. Too much. Cream. It always goes back to Frisch's hot fudge cake. Hot fudge All cake. Right. All right, Brady. How long for an Oreo? <laughs> Um, I will say it takes seven minutes to make an Oreo. One Oreo? Seven minutes to make an Oreo. Todd, higher or lower than seven minutes? Lower, Bob. Lower. Lower. And the name, you call me Jim. Jim Perry. Although Bob Eubanks did also host Card Shots, but Jim Perry was the original host. See, I don't remember Jim Perry. I remember Steve Perry. Sale of the Century, Jim. Sugar Man, higher! (laughs) (laughs) Oreo! <laughs> All right. Uh, how long does it take to make one Oreo cookie? The number is fifty-nine minutes. Are you one sh- Oreo oh cookie? Wow. Well, they're losing money on the Oreo. It's tied. It's tied. Apparently, they're not losing money. Fifty-nine minutes. Fifty-nine minutes. Yeah, bake, and that thing's harder than you know. It's harder than Bedrock. It's like it's probably been cooked a. You know, man, we, uh, it's life. which I have a, 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 I was going to do my topic tonight. I, I, I think I'll do it next time maybe, but, uh, uh, Celia buys the, uh, some off brand of the Oreos and my kids get oh, pissed. They get so rocks. pissed about it. It's no, it's not those. It's the, like, uh, col- or something like that. Or like, it's, kaleidoscopes. Uh, kaleidoscopes. It's, uh, I don't even know that, it, but say you can tell you, but, uh, Mary the, kids, knows. the kids get so been out of shape about it. And, uh, it, it's funny cause, uh, and then Ethan, the day I had him at uh, urgent care, he has a, an ankle injury, and uh, so he was talking about the school breakfast, and he's like, "Man, he's like, yeah, school breakfast, I get, I get brand name pop tarts." Because <laughs> he gets so mad when Celia buys the off brand pop tarts. So, uh, well, but yeah, you know, I, the, there's certain things in life you you can't skip. You can't skip on are. toilet paper. You yeah. can't skip on Oreos. I'm with Ethan on that. I mean, but we yeah. should we should do that. We should do a topic sometime of what what off brand tastes as good or better than the. Uh, I know, but I but I did t- I did try one of the kaleidoscopes earlier this evening because Ethan said they tasted like hair dryer or whatever that means. 
and uh, that's my boy. And I ate it, and honestly, I, I couldn't taste the difference between that and an Oreo. I'm being completely honest with you. So, I like that's like settling for a lieutenant crackle, you know. <laughs> but don't you think? <laughs> but don't you think that the generic brand has gotten be- I mean, better over the years? Oh, it's I mean, a better oh, game. Yeah. It's a better oh, game. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. So yeah, anyway, not, another another topic, another uh, podcast. But not, uh, not when generic first came out and they had just the black and white labels on everything. Food. Food. <laughs> Fifty nine minutes. For each singular Aurea. That is just crazy. That is correct. And uh, we did have guesses from the audience. Uh, uh, Jim said five minutes. Ronnie said 30. He was closer. And uh, Miss Wilson said, Todd, you realize they don't bake <laughs> one Aurea at a time. Well, I mean, now they don't when they <laughs> first started and they had an oven that big. <laughs> All right. It's knotted up at five. Todd, give me the numbers in nature. Numbers in nature. I I still think they did OPP. Wasn't that the band that did that? OPP, yes. So, so you're asking for a science question, or you go with numbers in nature? I guess. You, I mean, you've been, sh- you've been yeah, bitching I mean, about the science question because I've gotten go a science question in every one of my categories I've picked. Well, well, now you now you're definitely going to get I'm, one. I am not a science person. All right, so. The world's lowest temperature. She had another temperature. <laughs> was recorded at a Soviet research station in Antarctica in 1983. How cold was it? It was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Episode 50. Uh, Fahrenheit or Celsius, does it matter? You can give me either if you just differentiate what you're going to give me. I have both here. I'm going to go negative. 67 degrees. Fair, Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Negative 67 degrees. Brady, higher or lower? Lower temperature, Bob. Lower Jim. temperature. Yeah. Lower. Hang on a minute. Lower temperature or lower, higher temperature? Far, farther down the negative scale. So higher number, lower temperature. Something well, instead of whatever you said, it'd be like negative 70 or negative okay, 80 or that's something. That's what, yeah. Gotta, you got to be clear there because it's two different things. Well. Neg- negative the gains on the line we're gonna negative 20 degrees negative 20 degrees would be higher temperature correct yeah that would be a higher number as well because you're less negative than you were with, with what you said yeah okay so uh todd you said negative 60, 67 67 brady said lower the number oh, is the uh Lowest recorded temperature, Soviet research station, Antarctica, 1983. The number is not minus 128.6 degrees Duh. Fahrenheit. Duh. All right. Double. So Double. Brady All takes right. the lead. All right. where's, the, where's the Larry Bird questions when you need them? Science okay. says that Larry Bird's reaction time is 3.2. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brady will get the final question here. Then we will have the final, final question where you guys will wager your numbers here. So, Brady? Yeah. What's your category? Let's go with dollars and cents. By the way, Jim guessed minus 120, so he's pretty close there. Yeah. 
Dollars and cents. Brady. In the year 2010, the original rules to the game of basketball were auctioned by Sotheby's auction house. What was the purchase price? So I'm sure that Jim Naismith, um, probably Dr. Naismith, Dr. Naismith, if you're nasty, <laughs> if um, he probably wrote this on top of that peach basket. Was it a uh, Papa Dom peach? <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. Um, I am going to say one point two million dollars. One point two million dollars, Todd. Higher or lower than one point two million? Can you re- can you repeat the details again? In two thousand and ten, is this just you stalling for time? In well, in two thousand and ten. <laughs> The original rules to the game of basketball were auctioned by Sotheby's Auction House. What was the purchase price? Brady said $1.2 million. I'm going to go a little higher. A little higher. A little, little higher. All right. So uh, the game of basketball, the original rules auctioned in 2010. The purchase price was $4.338 million. Like I said, so a little higher. To, little be, higher. Uh, to be totally... Uh, yeah. Or four million three hundred thirty-eight thousand five hundred dollars was the actual number. In twelve cents. All right. So, uh, and by the way, a little segue there. Uh, congratulations to the winners of the Maud Naismith Trophy, which signifies the national championship for the NAIA basketball, uh, Shawnee State University, with the national championship in men's I basketball. Heard about that. Last night, so go Bears. Go Bears, yes. All right, so. What's the score? Tied? The score is knotted at six, so that brings us to our final round. Okay, so. All right, so this, uh, this final round will be both of you writing down a response. And uh, we, we don't go high or low. You have to write down the actual response. And the closest party wins, and you have to also uh, bid some of your points. You must bid at least half of your points in this final round, just like the big, uh, big money round in uh, card sharks. So both of you have six points, so each of you must uh, bid at least three points. So, so riddle me this. Do we, do we pick our number we're going to bid before we hear the question? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't well, matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. You don't think it matters? I don't think it matters. Okay. Because these 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 numbers are so far off the the chain, I don't know that it really matters. All right, so was there I don't think we had a time traveler question. Okay. So we'll do a time traveler question. Sounds right up my alley. All right. But you never picked it. I was being sarcastic. I was. <laughs> All right. In the year 1919, gentlemen, a large storage tank filled with molasses burst, causing the gooey liquid to gush onto the streets of Boston. The event became known as the Great Molasses Flood. How many people died? You said molasses. <laughs> 
Yes, mole asses. So again, the question, in the year 1919, a large storage tank filled with molasses burst, causing the gooey liquid to gush onto the streets of Boston. The event became known as the Great Molasses Flood. How many people died in the Great Molasses Flood? I got it. I got it. All right. Todd, we'll start with you. What What is your guess as to how many people died in the Great Molasses Flood? Eleven is his guess. It goes to eleven. Goes to eleven. And what was your bid? Four of his six points he bid. Okay, Brady. Todd said eleven. People died in the Great Molasses Flood. What say you? Seven is his guess. And what was your bid? Four also. So again, in the year 1919, a large storage tank filled with molasses burst, causing the gooey liquid to gush onto the streets of Boston. The event became known as the Great Molasses Flood. How many people died? 21 people died in the Great Molasses Flood in the year 1919. So, Todd, with the <sighs> Yeah, baby, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, what went into the final round is a 6-6 game. Ends up being a 10-2 game. Todd, with the Like a good driver. They don't teach that anymore, do they? They don't teach 10 to 2, I don't think. No, because nobody knows how to read an analog clock. <laughs> well, that's, that, that's a fact. All right. Is the game over? Shoot. The game is over. Oh, okay. You win. I win. Good deal. You know, I uh, there was a, a fictional book uh, I read here a while back. It's called Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Trimbay. Trimbay. And... Uh, it's very good, by the way, and you should check him out. He's a very good author. But anyway, that comes up in that story. And uh, so I thought I was like really – I thought, man, I got this. I, I recently read this book, and uh, I still was way off, but I should have known is what I'm getting at, and I still missed the number badly. But it was enough for the win. I knew I had it when Brady said seven. Yeah. When Brady had seven, I knew I had it. And Mrs. Wilson says to you, Brady, what a sweet way to go. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, it was a sticky situation. Was a sticky, yeah, I was going to say that too. Yeah. Too soon. Too soon. All right. Uh, as we go into topic number three, and Brady takes us out of this show, if you ever wonder what it is we're talking about when we use certain terms, check out our isms on our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. And uh, the isms are uh, in the menu at the top of the page, the along menu. with menu. And uh, I don't think I mentioned earlier, uh, you can register for updates on our show as well. Uh, and actually, that registration form is now near the top of the page, right under, I believe, the uh, the video uh, portion of the of the page. So you can just scroll down a little bit. It's on the right side. You can uh, sign up for our email updates, get our email newsletter as well. So that was just sent out. I believe I sent that out Tuesday. So we try to do that every week. We got a little bit behind. We got. All that mess with our audio feed being out. Yeah. 
whatever, but I think everything's in line now and got another um, email newsletter out this past week. So sign up for that and it will send those to you as well. Brady, carry us home. Okay. Um, I want you to come back and carry us home. Is that air supply? A long, a long, away from these long, lonely nights. We, well, is that air supply? That is air supply. I, I yeah. know you hurt too. Crashed. No. Yeah. Anyway. I'm surprised all three of us knew it was an air supply song. All out Torment, of love? Tormented and torn apart. Torn apart. Torment. <laughs> I'm all out of love. I'm, I'm so, so lost without out. you. Okay, they just got all you rock up here. Two, yeah. two people just left the room when we started singing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was just trying to put the lyrics together, but when you said carry me home, it made me think of that. Um, so we are going to get a little bit. Um, I, I'm going to squeeze your guys' brains here a little bit, but this will be glad easy. You, glad you said brains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I, I, and I, I can carry you on my shoulders to this topic because I'm like going to be posing like air <laughs> supply. And uh, I'm going to cause you to think, but it's not going to stretch out too much. And I got to thinking, um, I was driving by, I was driving to work, and I saw somebody building like a tree house in a small building. And it got me to thinking, like, man, there are things that in my house or on my property or that I would like to have that are just super maybe childish or excessive and um there there are just things that i would like to have and, and you know it just harkens it it places places me back as a 10 year old basically and um i'll get us let off with this and like please riff on this gentleman riff on this audience um am i coming across okay or am i no. getting jumpy okay no, you're fine no, all right it was just like there was a weird screen look there um so i'm gonna start off i have always wanted in my home since i was a child and i want one now in my home i want a secret escape passage hatch that will go from my house to about a half mile away i want a secret escape hatch i saw star wars too many times to know that you always need a secret escape passage a side hatch hatch. yes and i wanted to be underground and well lit where i could just close the bolting thing behind me walk to my awaiting motorcycle a mile away so i could scurry away very you bat cave-ish you don't want yes. to you don't want to just have to have a lantern right there and, and, a, and a box of matches so you can just yeah just to go. go over the whole you know and along the way i'll have things like snacks and maybe one of those pump cars you know like they have in bugs bunny you know, where each person, yeah, so you could go down the passage. But anyway, I, I always just kind of thought that that would be cool to have an escape hatch. It would be cool. What, so what would you be escaping from, Brady? Or was it j- just another way to get out of your house? Well, it could be that, but you know me. I'm, I will fight communism till I die. So when the commies finally come for me, I will have an escape hatch. Yeah. They, uh... Brady, so from your it, house, would it go to the it, lake? It'll be Brady and the cockroaches surviving the nuke. Brady and yeah. his side hatch. Well, it won't be that far down. It will just be now. What would be really cool is like if there was like a rock and it looks like a boulder, but then I have it on special hinges, so everybody just thinks it's a rock, and I'll slide it and scurry out. And yeah, that'd be pretty it. cool. 
And yeah. I think you literally just described the Batcave. Yeah, I did. Well, yeah. I've always wanted that too. You know, like I, it, it is my Batman, you know, upbringing. Batman. But I, yeah, there, there, there is a house not too far away. It, it's like going toward West Union, and it, it looks now. It doesn't look like a mound, like an artificial mound, but it could very well be. It's just a perfectly shorn hill, <laughs> and there's this house on top of it, and dollars of donuts that they have a secret lair <laughs> under there it goes down there is a lair i guarantee it there's a bat cave under there todd i wonder why dollars to donuts wasn't on your list last week that seems like it should have been it does yeah like uh, right now i would prefer donuts to dollars but um you know it's funny you mentioned this topic because i for years i wanted something that I felt only wealthy people could have, and uh, I am not a wealthy person, so I, I couldn't. I didn't feel like I would ever have one. And then on Christmas Eve, I opened up a gift from my kids, from Ethan and Riley, and uh, lo and behold, I had a glorious bidet. Uh, it's always and, a glorious bidet when you get. Uh, it's, um, but I'll be honest with you, um, it is fantastic. So. I, I partly want to say my first pick would be I you know I've always wanted a bidet I've always now granted this isn't a bidet like an installed professional like a uh, you know separate separate well this isn't a separate uh, I mean it gets some it's got some psi to it but <laughs> it uh it uh but it's, I'm saying it's not a separate it's not a separate throne it's, 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 yeah it's not a, enough it, to, enough to make you pucker it's uh <laughs> it's um it's you attach it to your to your toilet. And um, it's got a couple settings on it. Uh, cold, cold water. Um, they make them that they make them where you can heat the water, uh, heated water, which for probably doesn't heat it at all. It's just no, cold. no. It's cold. It's it's well cold. Water? It's 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 cold. It's, it's you ever stick your hand in the back of the toilet like the you know when you're if you're fixing something in the in the toilet tank it's it's cold. It's that's what it is. It's cold. Um, but anyway, that seems to be. A- grossed out by that who does brady it's clean, uh, it's clean water say. in the tank brady yes you've never oh, stuck man. your hand in the back of the toilet tank it's clean water you could drink out of oh, it oh i i have yeah. before but okay. like right. um but yeah it's uh one of those things where uh no i, I would be okay with it, but this seems like it would be a bit jarring well Especially... it is at first uh i think i even texted you guys tonight i got like the whole family went in and took turns like uh trying it out and everybody made the exact same sound it was uh very much a yeah, it was very much a woo-hoo. it was a it was a Pillsbury Doughboy belly button poke, if you ever heard one. Um, but no, it's but I will say this, and and you don't have to spend a lot of money. I mean, I I can't imagine. I mean, actually, I I know the model they bought. I, I you know, and uh, it wasn't overly expensive, but it had great Man, 3, th- thousands of uh, positive reviews on Amazon, Amazon on Amazon. And uh, and I highly recommend them. They have other models, and they do have models that you you know again you install. It's a whole separate unit. But this just if I can hook it up, anybody can because I am not a handyman. And uh, and but I will say I, I never thought I would own a bidet, and I, I own one now. I'm the proud owner of a bidet. I am. So, uh, it's all fun and games until Ethan figures out how to uh, wire it up to the power washer. Well, there was a, like a dumbass. I, uh, one day I'm like, well, I want to see what happens here when I'm not riding this thing. So I, uh, I stand to the side and hit the button, and sure enough, it goes and hits the door of the, of the bathroom. Like, I mean, that's, that's the kind of pre- – I mean, the door's probably – I mean, uh, but anyway, well, the door is probably a good, I don't know, four, four feet or so away from the, uh, 
the throttle or the uh, the, the nozzle throttle. on this thing, <laughs> and uh, and it hit the door. It hit the door. I mean, pretty good. So <laughs> I think I would if he hit the throttle. I'd be leaping yeah. forward. It has a uh, yeah, it has a male and female setting on it. So for you ladies out there, it's a uh, it's perfect. I mean, was this something that you made? clear in discussion that you would like to have i mean that's that's uh, no. not something you necessarily go it's not a go-to gift usually i mean it, it's well, a very specialized it's um purchase definitely that you know Celia and the kids have probably over the years probably heard me joke about wanting them again i thought it was just i didn't know they made uh uh bidets you know that like that i mean i thought again it was just a whole separate unit you had to basically put in a whole new toilet or whatever and uh right but so what actually did it, and, I, and I'm going to get the person wrong, but there, there's, a, there's a guy, there's a, uh, a YouTube personality or Facebook personality, whatever you want to call it, a social media personality of a guy who, um, I can't think of his name, it's something ginger, um, he's like a reddish hair guy and he's bald and he's real built and muscular and, and he's always shirtless and he does like, he, he does this, these routines and he actually, uh, I, uh, he, he bought a bidet and kind of uh, showed everybody and, and, and kind of promoted it. And that's where my son actually saw this video and got the idea of buying me. A, it was kind of a joke in a way, but, uh, you know, nobody's laughing, man. It's, 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 right. it's a fantastic so you, piece. You, you took it very seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a little embarrassed to admit my uh, friend from Mexico, um, when I visited down there, it, they actually had an installed one. And I didn't know what it was for. It looked like the thing that releases the tension from a um, barbershop chair and lowers the chair. <laughs> and I thought it was like a chair lift. And um, when I accidentally stepped on it and an old faithful came forward, you know, I jumped. I thought I did something wrong. But you, anyway, you broke the toilet? I did. <laughs> so. uh, J- Jim says that's a, that's a shitty gift. Actually, <laughs> actually, that's what it removes, Jim. So, it does. It does. So, uh, my question is, and, and this is not necessarily something I wanted per se or want, but Brady, I know you remember it. Todd, I don't know if it's before your time or not. Maybe it is, yeah. maybe it isn't. But the show Silver Spoons. You wanted to oh, know. Yeah. Bonzo Ribeiro. No, the, 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 no, no, the train that went through the house. Uh, yeah. Yes. Nice. Exactly yes, I do about. remember that. Yeah, right. yeah. So nice. I mean, is is that something that reeks of extravagance? I mean, it honestly, the need for such a thing. Is is it there? I mean, nah. it, not. It's this isn't a need. This is a want. Yeah. This well, the is bidet a was a item. I mean, the bidet. Acts as both. I mean, everybody need everybody <laughs> needs one, but everybody but, needs to yeah. feel fresh and clean. That's right. Uh, but Eric, I you know I don't think that I think that's something. I think it depends on like also is this something that you can ride into? I mean, they wrote it as a, the dad wrote it, right? He was the he was yeah. an adult and wrote it. Yeah, because he had a Eric, he had a railroad conductor hat. Yeah, you you could make that happen because all these malls that are going to close, all those little mall trains are going to have to go somewhere. They're going to auction mm-hmm. them off, and you could have. The Fiscus Express, no, that's true. running through your house, where and you could get a little engineer hat and just <laughs> go for it, man. It's funny you mentioned that because the other day at our at, a, at on St. Patty's Day, there was a, a a guy walking up to us that I thought looked like Ricky Schroeder, 
And the closer he got, the, the less he looked like Ricky Schroeder. So we basically said he was the poor man's Ricky Schroeder. And then we were like uh, uh, riffing on, you know, he, he wasn't in Silver Spoons. He was in Copper Sporks. I mean, uh, you know, with uh, – <laughs> <laughs> he, he was Mickey Roeder instead of Ricky Schroeder and uh, Copper Sporks with uh, Monzo Alfira. <laughs> you oh. and I face to face, a couple of Copper Sporks. <laughs> perfect. But oh man. So uh, if if I had a train, it would have to have the same whistle as the Price Is Right train. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. How'd that go? <laughs> I do remember that, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, oh, I, think yeah, the, no. I think the thing about a train would show... I don't know. I, I think you would have to have a, a big enough house for it to make sense. You know what I mean? Like, like my, I don't... I mean, I'm assuming it would need to go... I don't remember ever seeing the entire Silver Spoons house, but I'm assuming it, it was a pretty sizable house. Um, you know, it I was a man. If it only goes from one room to the nut to the other, I don't know that. Well, and I, you I, have to have a big enough track for it to be able to turn to go, you know, the other direction somehow. Right. It's just a circular track. Yeah. Yeah. You just Yeah, it could just go room to room. Well, and I don't Fun. remember any scenes outside of that main. No, I don't Living either. room or whatever it was. It, it came in the room and I and went out the room. I don't know where. Yeah. I don't know where it went from there. Oh man. It, it, this is kind of related. It, it's not a train, but again, I always thought it would be cool to have a moat around the house. <laughs> I want a moat with alligators, alligators, or piranha, or some kind of kraken, um, but something <laughs> in the water. Uh, Phil McCracken uh, <laughs> in Ben Dover. <laughs> so if if you, you know. had if you had a moat, you would have to have a drawbridge. Yes. And some quicksand. Yeah, you can't have one without the other. You gotta have some quicksand around it, too. Yes. And you know the age-old question, where's all this quicksand we were scared about in the 70s and 60s? We were. We we were scared. I was scared of quicksand when I was a Ute. Yeah, Yeah. you know, you didn't play Pitfall without being afraid of some quicksand. Uh, Yeah. There was a roughly 80% chance you were going to find some quicksand in your life. That's what we thought when we were Utes. So, I'm sure there's people out there that, I'm sure Howard could tell us this, uh... Is there such thing as quicksand, or is it just really soft and sticky mud? Well, I mean, I, I was told there there was one of our friends that said that they got stuck in quicksand, quicksand? and barely made it out in the woods behind my house, and I was afraid to go back there for a while. But do you think it was actually quicksand, or do you think it was just a mud puddle that had No, some... I think they just went scared the heck out of oh. me. But no, I, I, I think... I th- I think it is wet sand. I think of like quickrete when you stir it before it hardens. That's what yeah. I always imagined it to be. Yeah. Or like pancake batter. So we'll, we'll go to our audience. Is quicksand real or made up? I believe it's real. You believe it's real? Yeah, it's probably. It's just uh, not a big issue. <laughs> um, something, something that I, this is something very unrealistic, but yet not, you know, as a musician, I would love to have the same thing that famous musicians have, but I would love to have someone. I would love to have a guitar tech. I would give oh, yeah. it, it. It could be a person. It could be a robot. I don't care. Um, but I want a guitar tech. Uh, I actually, I've, I've, I've put out on Facebook that I would pay for a guitar tech, but nobody ever takes me up on it. 
I think because they know that I don't have much money to pay them. But uh, I would give anything for someone to uh, to uh, handle my guitars, change the strings on them, tune them, tune them, hand me the guitar when I need it. It's easier with bass because I never switch guitars in the middle, you know, in the middle of a show or anything. But uh, yeah. But anyway, I would I would love to have that. So oh yeah, that would be sweet. So handing you the guitar during the show, does that just inflate your sense of self-importance that someone is at your beck and call to <laughs> hand you your instrument? I, I think there, there's something to that, but I, I also think there's something to the fact of when you're in the moment of a show, uh, you know, leaving the stage to go pick up a guitar and, and, and possibly, you know, make a mistake, especially if someone's handling your guitars for you over to the side, you want them to be the one to hand it to you because you want to make sure that you know what I mean. If you're not messing with them and you go, you may grab one that's tuned wrong. You may grab one. So I think there's something to that too. Uh, but I often say that you know these bands that have you know the Rolling Stones and and, and bands that have played for a hundred years and any you know give them ten fifteen years of having to haul their own equipment, tune their own guitars, do all this stuff. They they wouldn't have made it. There's well, no they, no they band last would. That long. Yeah I, and. I actually quoted that, Todd, because um, somebody was like when I kind of retired from the the whole band thing, somebody said, oh, come on, Keith Richards. He still does like, yeah, Keith Richards just shows up in his private jet, stumbles off and onto the stage. And when it's done, you know, he gets there probably a few minutes before it's time to sing and, and then leaves is whisked away and, 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 you know, leaves as soon as it's over. Yeah. And it's, that's not sour grapes. I mean, it's no, not, no, 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 it's not at not. all. But, but, you know, I've just always thought like, I, I, I hate changing guitar strings. First off, um, bass strings again, is not near as bad. I don't, typically end up bloodied but anytime i change guitar strings i poke my fingers a dozen times and i bleed all over the house and yeah you know so it's a, it's one of those things where i just would love to have someone uh, so if anybody's listening and you want a, a very low paying <laughs> part-time guitar job tech <laughs> guitar tech gig um uh, the pay anywho. consists of free beer at the free, gig. free beer yes <laughs> so, so we've gone trained we've got moats we've got bidets we have escape hatches eric I don't know. I don't. I don't want for much. I just. I don't. Um, I can tell you what you want. You don't even know you, you want. <laughs> you know what you want, boy. You know it. So tell me what I want. What I really, really want. <laughs> Eric Fiskus, you would like a side. You you would like either a a part in your basement. You want a full pitching machine batting cage that you could just do batting practice whenever you get ticked off and there'll be a pitching machine and a minion to fill the ball basket up. I wouldn't have it in my basement. I have a separate building for that. Just, see? Yeah. Yeah. See? See? Yeah. Yeah, you, you are correct. I'd, I probably want to have a little outbuilding. Eric, you wouldn't like to have an annual private Sticks concert in your backyard. Probably would like to have that child, but that that's not really a possession, though. That's, that's not yeah, really a... that's an event. Uh, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've always wanted, you know, the the putt putt golf courses, the real nice ones that had like the mountain, the faux mountain with a waterfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't even have to be a puppa. I just wanted one of those mountain waterfalls in my backyard. Was, what was the place at Eastgate? Uh, it, Adventure Golf. Golf. Yeah. Remember when that was new? That was a happening place. Oh, yeah. You had to get, yeah. The go-karts there always sucked, but, but yeah. the, the putt-putt course was legit. Yeah. yeah. 
So that mountain water and the bright blue water, and I could just sit in my hammock beneath my fake mountain and waterfall? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I would like something to mow my mow my yard. Like, you know, like they have the, uh, what are the things called? The sweep, the, the vacuum cleaners, the... Um, yeah, the uh, Roombas. Roombas. The Roombas. And I know they have one for a lawn. Graspas? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know that it, I can't imagine. I can't imagine it being from much with a yard with much size to it. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. imagine it being um, sharp enough for. Well, like, no. I just. I mean, I just. I can't imagine it working over like an acre s- or two acres. C- or, city sort of yard. Yeah, like a small Post- inner city. city. Yeah. yeah, I could see that working. I can't imagine it working. Not. I don't have a huge yard, but I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. right under two acres. So I can't imagine something would work for. Oh, an acre and, and a half. I know where I live, it would run into a big old pile of deer scat. And, <laughs> and that would not go well for Lonba or whatever his name is. And there'd be just a big old pile of butt poo. Well, and I don't know if you all have one of those robot vacuum cleaners, but we do. And it's like, it's it's good, but it's a little annoying too because it gets caught up on things and it's... You know, you have to get up and unhinge it from things. It, it rolls up on the cat's food bowl. And... It definitely <laughs> seems like something that was a, a, a you know better idea than it was in, in reality. Like it was a better, you know. Yeah. Better an idea than an execution. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think one of our episodes I read to you guys or talked about the story I read about the guy who it either ran through some puppy scat or, or something and, and tracked it all over the house and then the, the kid had ran through it and jumped on their bed and I mean, it, was a, it was a mess. Fecal graffiti. <laughs> That's why you never let it run when you're not in the house because you just never mm-hmm. know what it's going to run through like you said. Yeah. Um. I would like something music related. I don't know. I kind of wish there was something in my house where it's probably getting close to this I mean I know with all the different with technology there's something I want something to do with music that just plays whenever I want it to without having to do, you know without I want to be able to think a song and have it play I want to be able to yeah I, I just want to walk yeah. into a room and if I'm if I think of you know when I'm using my bidet I want to I want to I want to you know Don't I want a song waterfalls <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> Well, again, we're probably not too far off from that. Yeah. Time, it, time for a cool change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Jim, Jim would like his own recording studio. Right? Maybe oh, yeah. that's what, what you all would uh, maybe want. Jim, is Jim a player. musician? I was going to say, he's James, a musician? Yeah. yeah he's cool. playing band. Hey, band. I'm not yeah. sure what... Jim, what was the name of your band that you played in? He, he played for years in a band. Really? Yeah. Nice. Um, but, you know, you guys could probably think of all the things, you know, like I said, oh, gosh. And a lot of it's very come. I've always wanted a hovercraft. I've wanted a personal hovercraft. <laughs> to break your full neck. Like, like in... Not like a hoverboard. Back to, back, back to the future, sort of. Well, I mean, that would be cool, but I would just like like a little go-kart side Or, or like hovercraft. a land speeder. Yeah, yeah. So if I, if I want to... If I want to go to the pool, I don't have to use the road. No, I'll just go straight over the land, through the lake, and over there, and I'll just hover right over it. Where we're I'll going, go we don't it. need roads. But, so, yeah, I always thought that'd be cool. Uh, Jim's band was called Work in Progress. 
What about an adult-sized gem set? Like a jungle gem, you know? play or a tree house. I would like a really cool tree house with like Wi-Fi and a hot tub and everything. I'd, I'd, I would like a big RV. And I mean, it'd have to be like a, a plush. A yeah, I, I, and I, I like the idea of camping unless it's like plush camping. And I want glamping. I want would you be glamping. prepared to drive it? Uh, no, I would have to have someone to drive <laughs> it. Someone. Maybe the same person that's my guitar tech could also part-time drive you around in your there, RV. There you go. I, I, I am telling you, you want to talk about excessively rich n nonsense. The best sleep that I ever had was laying on that RV couch as, as it was going down the road. Man, I would love to just hop in an RV couch and just have somebody drive me around for 12 hours. Was this after you destroyed the RV toilet in Atlanta? <laughs> Well, I was probably so dehydrated, I probably slept for hours. But uh, <laughs> what episode is that? <laughs> episode five or six? You definitely <laughs> needed a bidet in that RV, Brady. <laughs> needed a damn fire hose. Water pick or something. <laughs> like I said, like marbles hitting a plastic cup, you know? That's what it sounded like. But anyway. <laughs> but, with, with your casted leg sticking out the door. With my casted Gosh. leg and my poor family. <laughs> What a mess. It was awful. <laughs> we were, we're referencing the Great Atlanta run. I think it's like episode six, isn't it? Episode uh, five or six. Something, something like Is that, that the uh, bucket of queez? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> that got his funny bone again. Uh, oh, the, the stench that rolled through that RV. It was before my gallbladder was taken out. I mean, I was only like 13 years old, but <laughs> oh yeah, it, it, it was a, it was awful. It was absolutely humiliating and traumatizing. Man, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear more about it, check out episode. Whatever Six, it was. I'll, I'll Six. look for it while you guys are chatting for a second. Yeah, I'll give you the specific. <laughs> did our timer go off? I, I our, our, our timer did. I thought it did. Yeah. So if we've exhausted this topic, I mean, we can round things out. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure I'll think of things once we get off here, um, uh, uh, what I would like to have, but uh, I don't know. Houseful wiener dogs? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a houseful. Uh, like, I've always said, like, the, the carpet, you don't, you know, there's no carpet. It's just wiener dogs from wall to wall. <laughs> wall to wall wiener dogs. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that that is hilarious and sorry guys i'm trying to like um i'm trying to find the exact episode and i'm having difficulty locating it i'm pretty sure episode six sounds right i bucket think it is bucket of queez because uh didn't you todd didn't you put up the you sent a text with that yeah poster on it it's one of my favorite uh posters for, for whatever reason i don't know why it just cracks me up so look for the episode that has us on roller skates and a, and a bucket ball and a bucket that's the one we're referring to. So, if you want to look at some of the back catalog, this is a good uh, plug for that. Yeah, and you can find it on our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. You can find our whole back catalog there, um, along with uh, all the videos we put out as well. So, all right, anything else on this topic, gentlemen? Can we round it out? 
I believe we can I round her out. It out. All right. So with that, uh, the audio version of this show will be released on Friday morning as per usual. Uh, it's available on most uh, platforms that you can find, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart. And again, you can go to our website and you can find those uh, links as well. On video, we are currently on YouTube and uh, currently right now on YouTube, and that video will be there as well. Facebook Live, you go to our Facebook page, this uh, episode will be there as well. And uh, Twitch. 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 Twitch, yeah. Uh, You can go there as well, and we do have a page, our channel, and uh, our videos are there. So uh, any number of places you can find us. Also uh, on Twitter through the Periscope app, uh, our videos play there as well. So many places you can find us. They're all tied in through our website, www.playitbyyourpodcast.com. And I want to also let you all know uh, we had some technical difficulties. That's why we were fashionably late tonight. Uh, This usually runs on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, Brady's personal Facebook page, Todd's personal Facebook page, and the podcast page. Uh, Brady's and Todd's pages are not running tonight, so it's just mine and the podcast outlets. So um, some people may have been trying to find us through their individual pages, but were unable to because of that technical difficulty. But that will be fixed next week. So, but that does give you an opportunity to uh, like our Facebook page. Then you can watch through our Facebook page you know, a little bit easier that way. But uh, if you're unable to watch on the live recording, again those. Um, episodes will be in these various places and they'll be archived there anything for the good of the order gentlemen all good have a great week all good yes and a fantastic weekend right. and uh, we will be back next Wednesday night I believe there's no changes to that schedule Wednesday night at 7 as per usual on all of our various outlets please join us and uh, again we appreciate everything that you add to our show so with that Todd Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.